Welcome to my world. From stage to screen, dominated politics. Decriminalize it. He's cannabis's most famous and fearless celebrity. Now, Tommy Chong is ready to cut through the smoke and change the tone of Tilk Radio. Please welcome the stoner legend himself, Tommy Chong. Welcome to the Tommy Chong Podcast. Get to it, man. Come on. Tommy Chong Podcast with my ace boom boom, Paris Chong. What the hell kind of racist thing is that to say? What the fuck, man? I just wanted to see if you noticed. that shit? (laughs) That's what we used to talk about uh, when we played in the band. He's my ace boom coon. The fuck? That's terrible, man. No, it's a sign of the times. Hey, listen, when President Trump's in, in power, all that talk will come right back. Oh, don't do it. <laughs> don't even go there. Oh, I love watching Trump, man. Oh, God, it's fun. This is the, the great experiment we're going through right now yeah. because he's, he's outing everybody. You know, I just have faith in, in, in America that we're, we're smarter than they think. And we, no, I shouldn't say that. We have more heart and empathy than they think. Hate and ignorance? I yeah. don't know. Hate and ignorance is pretty powerful in this country. <laughs> no, not anymore. Not anymore. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's alive and well, especially in Idaho. And Well, yeah. Know. Like, let's talk about this whole bathroom thing. Is this just another one of those marijuana things? What, what bathroom thing? Well, you know, they're trying to uh, create, cre- like, it's, it's like the voter fraud thing. They're trying to create a problem where there, where none exists. Like they, they, they want, you know, they want to basically, they want to disenfranchise black and Latino voters in, in Southern states, right. And, okay. and, and Midwest states. Okay. So they, they, you know, you have to have like a federal ID in order to, you can't use your, your university ID. You can't use your bus pass. You can't use any your, your state stuff. You have to have a certain type of ID to vote, oh, yeah. which predominantly affects, you know, people of color and, and minorities because they don't have that kind of shit. Well, so they, they stop that. Right. So, and they, they they say that because we're trying to get rid of fraud in voting <laughs> and it's like, it's not a problem. There's, there's like one guy never, who, who voted twice. It's not like was, it's, it never was a there's problem. No problem. So, so, so the next one is, is that they want to fight for religious freedom and they want to, they want to dim- discriminate against trans people. And they're, they're saying that, fuck man, there's, there's all these trans people that are scaring little children out of their bathrooms. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that, that does not exist. Never. You know, y- cops kicked a woman out of the, f- woman's bathroom because they didn't believe she's a woman now she was like a, a rough looking lesbian but still uh, that happened here that happened here at, at uh, a world contest in uh, in santa monica civic that's exactly what happened this female bodybuilder went into the woman's bathroom and the security guard followed her in and arm wrestled her or wrestled her uh, grabbed her and dragged her out and arrested her what the fuck, man? <laughs> for for looking like a man. <laughs> that Idiot. was the charge, yeah. But, I mean, no. That's not talking about fear and ignorance, you see. What, what Trump is going around, he's like a Geiger counter. He goes around and, oh, a lot of ignorance and fear over here. Let's get over here. You know, like he yeah. hit the mother load in some of those states. No, for sure. You know, like New York. I mean, it was amazing. So many but people that, they've came done, out. They've done the math. Yeah. They've done the math. Mm-hmm. And you cannot win oh, no. the election with that. It's not about winning. 
Trump is not about winning. Trump is on a mission. I think that speech that Hillary gave really includes one with Trump where they decided, hey, I know how we can get you the presidency without no, without no problem. Oh, you you got the conspiracy theory? Well, think about fa- it. Uh, one, think guy, about one guy wrote it. It's a false, false flag, false flag uh, yeah. attempt at running for president. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because think about what he's doing. He's doing everything he can to lose the election. And the more he does it, he's like the producers, you know, that wanted to have a flop show. And everything they did worked against him, and the show became a hit. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you, okay, okay, okay I get it, I get it. Now, but he's not in on the false flag. Thing. So there's there's some mastermind that's that's convinced Trump to be Trump because I don't because oh no it's just Trump himself no no but there's a mastermind that influenced Trump to run it's called Connor. because Trump is not the one knowing that he's doing this there's no fucking way you don't think he there's knows. no way but there could be someone very influential in his life that convinced him to do what he's doing he went and to, they're the mastermind listen he went to Bill and Hillary's wedding. He's a so friend of what? the Clintons. He's a friend. They're all fake. He's a fake. No, but what I'm saying is that he doesn't hate Hillary. He doesn't hate Bill. No, he, he admires him. No, he, he doesn't hate anyone who's no. not successful. No, what, 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 I'm, what I'm saying The is, only people he hates, Dad, yeah. are the ones that challenge him or disrespect him. But or, you, or, 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 let me tell you about con men. Con men have no respect for anybody that believes them. Absolutely no respect. And and that's where Trump fits. He's got no respect for his audience. He lets you know. He he incites the people to do illegal things at his rallies. He's doing everything he can to piss off the the, the normal American. No, no, he's person. inciting violence at his rallies because he does not like people interrupting him. He doesn't like people exercising their free freedom of speech. He doesn't like that. He no, doesn't no. like to be criticized. No. No, he wants to be the the apprentice, the boss. He, of no, the he wants yeah. to be the Mussolini slash Hitler of yeah. America. Yeah. That's what he wants to be. He, is. he talks about sending his brown shirts in, you know, <laughs> to, to to quell uh, any kind of uh, disruption. Disturbance, yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's why the threat of the uh, you know that uh, uh, brokered convention. That's what he's threatening. He's threatening violence. With but let's uh, get back people. to the to the transgender thing, okay? This one lady tr- tweeted, "Do you a picture of herself?" And mm-hmm. she has a mustache, yeah, a beard. I think, yeah, she looks like a man, yeah. And the, and she tweeted, "Would you like me to go to the same bathroom as your wife and daughter, <laughs> or would you rather me go into a men's bathroom?" <laughs> That's funny. I can't. You can't argue with that. No, you can't. You know, because they. So, besides, you know, you know, here here's the deal: is that I have to say that these conservative leaders that are going on this transgender kick, they want the world to be this simple place where there's a man and a woman and they they marry and have children and they don't mix with those black people and they don't mix with those brown people. And if, and if you look at those people, they're really uh, more fucked up than you no, can No, but imagine. the fact of the matter, Dad, is is that these poor little brains that can't can't handle complex issues just just they crumble under the weight oh, of, yeah. of of how complex our our society is they, there has been transgender lesbian queer homosexuals since the beginning of time absolutely in every culture absolutely and everything god created was good 
Yeah, like like Plato, one of the smartest philosophers, most revered minds of all time, wrote a whole paragraph on how the man between a boy, the love between a boy and a man is some of the best love around. Yeah, and he meant sexually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, look at look at the old sailing ships. They always had a cabin boy. Yeah, yeah. And and the Arabs, they always had foot warmers. Chinese, yeah. same thing. They all they all had the well, little well, boy well, complex. Like what you, I've seen enough movies and read enough books about the culture in the Middle East, where man, a young boy cruising around, they get raped all the time. Yeah. And it's like, oh yeah, did you get that little man, that little boy ass. Oh, yeah, good yeah. job. It's nothing better than that, man. Yeah. And it's like it, they're not gay for since, some reason. They're since, not gay. No, since know? the beginning of time. Since the beginning yeah. of time, that goes. That's the oldest sin in the world. Like what's it, Denny Hastert? He's the guy that was the the, oh, the wrestling coach, the, the leader of the house, right? Yeah. During the, the speaker, the speaker, speaker of the house, house during the impeachment of Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. Right? He was the guy. Yeah. So, and it turns out, and everyone says, oh, that's the man of highest moral fortitude, <laughs> and, and that's the guy you'd want to be running this and that. And he just he just admitted today mm-hmm. today mm-hmm. that he was a serial child predator. Yeah. The Speaker of the House, the re- Republican, Republican, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's what I was going to say. That uh, you know, the people that statistically, the people you want to fear are the men in robes, the Catholic priest. You know, they're 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 the predators. There's the the pedophiles. Yeah. You know, and they got record of it. They they're making movies of it. You know, Academy Award winning movies of Catholic priests being the predator, being the you know attacking the the very people that he's supposed they're supposed yeah. to be uh, saving for yeah. Jesus. You know, so so it's a it's a hypocrisy that goes very deep, and especially in the south. But you got to remember too what they're doing. It's a diversion. It's to keep people's mind off. Oh of yeah, all they're robbing them. You know, they're robbing them blind. Yeah, when, when you, you know? create a problem that does not exist, I, I think it's for some kind of reason. Like yeah, that. exactly. It's a diversion. <laughs> hey, pick this card. Oh my goodness. Or or vote for me. Send me money because yeah. you know this world is going to shit. Yeah. They're your 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 kids and relatives are all going to be cross dressing. And uh, and they're going to want sex changes, and they're going to bring home black men yeah. as husbands, and yeah. So on and so yeah, forth. Oh, yeah. The, the biggest fear in the world. That governor in Maine, you know, that <laughs> said that rappers come, you know, black guys oh, yeah. come and, and impregnate the, impregnate yeah, he, the white he's, women. He's the fucking most. He, he's right up there. <laughs> like there must, there, there's, there should be like a, like a leaderboard because him, he's LePage, right? Yeah. Then there's uh, Sheriff Arpaio. Yeah. There's a few of these guys, oh, man. Yeah. They're cut from the same cloth. Donald Trump. He's right Donald in there. Donald Trump's right in there. He's right in there. He could be the leader. You know, if, you know what I love about Donald Trump? He's the toughest guy around, right? Yeah. He's going to be tougher than anybody, yeah, yeah, yeah. but he was too fucking pussy to serve his country. Oh, yeah. Along with uh, Bush. And, along you, with and, the boy. and then you notice the guys that, that serve their country, they speak very quietly. Oh, yeah. Don't they? Like Bush Sr.? Yeah. He, he served. He, he knows served. what war's like. Yes, he, he was does. very, very... Uh, you know, like... Man, I thought he was the he was the evil guy back then. He's yeah. looking like a hero nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that crazy? Well, you know, when they've seen death the way those guys have seen it, they respect. Yeah, they respect people. Yeah, that, that, when, when they're that on they the go in, through that. when you're on the incoming side yeah. of the bombs yeah. and the bullets yeah. and the violence, yeah. and you have a different happen. you have a different perspective. Yes, yes. And that, that's one thing I have to commend Obama is that uh, he he seems to get it. Although, like, we, we send more drones out there than any other president. But, I mean, that's what we got them, you know. 
You what do you have to use him? You know, you know what I love about Obama is that he's not letting anybody know what he's doing. You know yeah. what the government's doing, and and like he's way ahead of everybody with the ISIS and all yeah. that stuff. You know they're way ahead of it, and and they'll come up with the the proper solution. Well, they did. They did. They shut down the money. You know the recruitment's already down to like two hundred a month mm-hmm. from two thousand. They're 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 deserting. Mm-hmm. They're they're asking their doctors for for doctor's notes to get mm-hmm. off the front lines. Mm-hmm. It's happening. Man. Oh yeah, you know you know it. You know it. It won't be long, especially when he, then, you know, the news gets out. Oh, America's back in Iraq, and those bad guys go, "Oh shit!" But I, I read, <laughs> I read a cool article about uh, this one guy who was an Islamic uh, fundamentalist, mm-hmm. and he says, "No, this is not an economic issue." He said, "If it was, if it was about being poor, mm-hmm. then Bangladesh and uh, some other country would have the the most amount of terrorists, and they don't." Yeah. They have extremists, but yeah. they don't have the most amount of terrorism. Well, they can't afford. Have. They can't afford. No, so, so shoes, it's, it's, it's not about it's not about being poor. It's about the i the theology and the ideology. And the theology is this: see, intelligent people understand metaphors. Yeah. <laughs> they understand yeah. Uh, myths. Yeah. They understand that uh, allegories. Allegories. Yeah. They get it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Maybe they went to that uh, that that literature class yeah yeah <laughs> and they you know they, they sat through it but but the the islamists the extremists man and the extremist christians they just believe this shit fucking literal yeah yeah it's their, it's their purpose and and and, and, and they a lot of it, their, their 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 leaders wrote that in it shouldn't have been in there yeah because it contradicts all the teachings and it all it contradicts the very word of god in the beginning of the bible yeah. you know so, hey, I wanted to talk. It was a funny story that you told me in the car with Cheech. And it was, I asked you guys, because I'm the tour manager for Cheech Chong. And I asked you guys when you actually got your first tour manager. And when you, because there was a time when you went on the road, right? Alone. Just Cheech and I. In a, in a suitcase full of uh, Yeah, we had everything. Props, right? All our props was in a suitcase. And, and then did you it. have an extra bag each for your, for your own gear? For our clothes? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we had our little carry, our carry like a, like a gym bag kind of thing, right? Well, no, it was always roller, roller, roller. Okay, uh, bags. So three know. roller bags. Yeah, yeah, it was actually yeah. Uh, no, the suitcase was uh, old uh, out of a thrift market. <laughs> so I thought it was amazing because the way Cheech told it, it was you broke records. It was four hundred thousand people showed up to this event. Yeah, well, it was. Uh, well, what do you think? How many think people you think showed I, up? I think. Probably twenty five, twenty five thousand. But Cheech, uh, Cheech has got quite an imagination, you know. And he has a hard time with numbers anyway. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? What was the show, Dad? The Bull Run. I the, think it was the Bull called. Run. Bull Run concert. I think that was that was it. And where was it? Somewhere in Ohio. I thought it was in Indiana. Or Indiana. Bull Run, Indiana. Yeah. Indiana. Yeah. Festival? Yeah. Around 70-something. It would be around 70. 71? Too soon. 70? 71. No, let's see. About 71, 72, 73. We, we recorded in 71, uh-huh. and then we went on the road right away. So 71? And No, it was probably 72, 73. So you guys went on the road for two years without, oh, a, without year? a tour no, manager? No, no, seven years. Oh, oh yeah, at least. At least. Yeah, we were out there a long time without anything, you know. Well, we weren't getting paid that much money. The anyway. Bull the Bull Island Rock Fest? Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. Bull Island. 
How many people? I don't know. I'm going to check it out. Woodstock on the Wabash, the Bull Island, Rockfest 40 years later. Oh, uh, yeah. That was it. Fanny was the group that went on before us, the female group. Yeah. Does it say how many people? It says thousands. Let's see. Roy Orbison was there? Yep. Yeah, everybody. I know his a son. People. You Malibu. know his son? Yeah, in Malibu. Oh. Orby. Does he sing? He plays drums. Oh. Very good drummer. Oh. Cool. Yeah, I love the world. We played with Orbison a few times. Bobby Taylor in the Vancouver's. We opened for him one time. Oh, here's Bulldozer. Bull Island. Bull Island. Does it say? In the Wabash River. Yeah. Yeah, it took us it took us like seven hours to drive in because it was rain. Dad, he was right. Huh? He was right. He was right. 500,000 people. Holy moly. 500,000 people. <laughs> so you could only see 25,000 of them. Uh, I can't count much higher than that anyway. See, Dad, your brain's just as fucked up as his, man. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, so, okay, tell the story. Well, you know, we we got booked in there, and so... So you land? So we land, and then we got picked up in a van. And it I thought it was a limo. No, it was a van? It was a van. Yeah. It was a, like a passenger van. Yeah. Kinda. And we're driving along, and... and uh, it's like the same one that they transport prisoners in, right? More or less. <laughs> I mean, that's my memory. Cheech might have remembered No, but no seriously, I noticed that. It's like, it's like, you know, musicians and rock bands, and they're transported around almost like prisoners sometimes. Oh, yeah. And they are prisoners. Oh, you know? yeah, they, can't, yeah, they are. They can't be let out. They can't okay. be let out of sight. They okay, gotta, you, you can go to the bathroom now. Everybody got to uh, go to the bathroom? Where is he watching them? Has someone got an eye on them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are prisoners. Yeah, and so... Uh, when we made the stage, the first thing Chief says, we got to get our money, man. I said, why? Because he went into the office and he, there was like mounds of cocaine. And that, what is that? Is that an well, alarm bell for something? Well, for the promoters, you know, they're just, you know, it's time to uh, time to get serious, you know. So Cheech found the guy with the money. We got our check. Uh-huh. And then we waited to go on. And Fanny went on first. And then a big rainstorm hit. I mean, huge rainstorm. But you gotta, you gotta rewind. What do you mean? Well, okay, we're gonna take a break, and then when we come back, you're gonna, you're gonna tell us exactly what happened. Okay. You're listening to the Tommy Chung podcast only on CannabisRadio.com. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. 
providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Fuber Vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Fuber way. CannabisRadio.com keeps you in the know Monday through Friday on air and on demand with Cannabis Radio News, presented with the definitive worldwide news source, the Associated Press. Stay informed with exclusive news on all things cannabis. Cannabis Radio News, live weeknights at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, during the Russ Belville Show, or download the daily podcast exclusively on CannabisRadio.com, as well as iTunes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. When breaking news happens in the cannabis industry, Cannabis Radio News delivers the details first. Yo, 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 this is your boy, TJ, Trinidad James. You're listening to Dr. Bina on Cannabis Confidential. L.A., what up? People were so excited to see you supporting our industry, and it's so important to see people who are mainstream, who are out there, that people look up to. That was my first one ever going to, so that was definitely a big deal for me. It's not just, oh man, just come smoke a bunch of joints. It's a lot of science into it. It's way more interesting than a lot of people might think would look down, per se, on what we enjoy. Cannabis Confidential, only on CannabisRadio.com. The Tommy Chung Podcast is back, only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, we're back. Oh, okay, and then so, because this is about the tour manager. Yeah. And so you already jumped to the point where we're there. So, So let's back up to where... You guys get picked up. It must have been late at night or something like that. Very right? late. Yeah. Very late at night. No, actually, it was no. It wasn't late at night because uh, it took seven hours to get there. So it was like in the middle of the day to get. Oh, you mean the the limo ride to the yeah. to the next gig? Oh no, that was the, that was the the bull uh, run gig. Okay. Oh, this is a, no, so, oh, this is another gig. So what what happened? We got a gig in Hawaii. Okay, let's go back. Let's finish the bull run. Okay. So the bull run was funny because. You, there was such a long lineup of traffic to people like funneling a half a million people yeah. that they didn't have a, a, a fire lane or an emergency lane Nothing. or anything Nothing. open. Nothing. So you had to sit there and wait just like everybody else. Just drive. No, we drove along the, the, the side of the road in the field. We drove right through <laughs> everything. You know, There was no roads, basically. You know, It was like a big migration. You Jesus know, Christ! And people man. were walking and walking by, and we were driving along. We, you know, we could go about two, three okay, miles so an you, hour. Okay, so and then, then the, so the first group didn't go on until yeah, until that night. I like think midnight, midnight or, something or something like that. Yeah, and then yeah. you guys went on at one a.m. Yeah, at least. And then right when you got on, or right when you got off, a big old. Well, no, the rain happened before on was Fanny's show. Oh, Fanny's show. Fanny, and then then. Because they had a big parachute covering the stage, right? Yeah. But it, well, was, it, it, it looked like a parachute. It was plastic. You know, the plastic. Oh, tarps. The tarps, yeah. And it filled up with water. And then it was overflowing onto the st- uh, in front of the stage. So we were, like, performing through a waterfall. <laughs> <laughs> you know? and, and Cheech and I, you know, the band, everybody else had amplifiers and guitars and everything else. And we, Cheech and I come out, there's just the two of us. 
in front of 500,000 people. And so we did our show. No, 500,000 people, Dad. Five half a million people. Yeah, you, you performed in front of half a million yeah, people. And we did our show. Not many people have done that. I know. <laughs> we did our show, and it was good. I mean, everybody on the stage loved it because <laughs> they were the, probably there, the only Yeah, because there's no video. They could see it. There there's was no, no video. video, no big screen. And so we finished, and uh, and then the, the water, it was like God opened the skies because then the, the tarp broke, and then, then the stage got flooded. Wow. And the water came down, and people had to kind of run for their lives. Fuck, and, man. Because of electricity and all that. Okay, know. so then it's this is after that show, right? Yeah. You guys are leaving, and then you get picked up somewhere else. Where, what city is this? No, no, one time we were coming in from Hawaii. Uh-huh. And we, and because we never had a road manager, we both looked at our... Or ticket says twelve, uh, a.m. Or oh, and you thought it was twelve p.m. Yeah, because you don't realize it's the day before. So you're you're thinking it's the twelve coming up that day, but it was it already it already passed. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What what happened when we got there? We found out that we'd missed the plane. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was yeah. supposed to leave at midnight because you're supposed to get there the date the date before. Yeah, a few hours before. Yeah, it. yeah exactly. Yeah. And so, so we ended up in Philly the day of the gig. Yeah, I guess the promoter provided a limousine for us, you know. And so we got out. We're tired. <laughs> no, we, no, no. So you got off the plane, right? You walk out to we're, get we're your tired. luggage. Yeah, we're tired. And the guy's holding the sign. What does the sign uh, say? Yeah, the sign says Marvin, M A R V I N. And there was nobody around. This is in Philly or somewhere. And there's nobody else around, and so Cheech goes up, yeah, hey, uh, yeah, I'm uh, Marin. I think the sign says Marin. He says, nope, Marvin. <laughs> <laughs> so finally, Jesus, uh, yeah, I'm Marvin. Yeah, we're Marvin. Yeah, this is Marvin. The guy goes, Marvin? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. And then he st- started walking away. He says, well, wait, we got to get our, our bag, you know. Oh, okay. We got our bag. We get in the car. And Cheech and I both were tired, you know. We're not that far from the gig, so we both passed out. And next thing we know, we wake up, it's pitch fucking black, dark. And the reason we woke up is the car stopped. And I was kind of dreaming. I said, what, where are we? And she said, I don't know. We stopped. And the driver all of a sudden gets out of the car and bolts across the road. He runs across the road. And he's gone, leaving us in the dark. And so we're sitting there going, what the hell? And he comes back. And and then I said, and, and he didn't say anything. He gets back, starts the car, and turns the car around. And I said, are we lost? Oh, uh, a little bit, yep. <laughs> Don't worry. I know where it is now. And we get there in time to see the people leaving. Oh, shit. We missed the gate. So how long were you in the car for sleeping? Oh, it had to be four or five hours. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you guys must have been really tired, man. <laughs> Yeah, fucking five-hour drive, just like sleeping through the whole thing. Yeah, we slept, and in, in, in the, in the the guy didn't wake us up. You know, I mean, it was funny. And so, and then we're trying to drive, find the airport. That was another thing. After that game, after that, now we with the same to, driver. Uh, no, 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 no. no. We're, we're, we're we're driving ourselves, and and, <laughs> and we get lost. You know, and then Lou said, you know, or we told our uh, Bob Green actually. We told him we need a roadie, and so Lou, well, they they got us a roadie right away. Yeah, it was Jimmy, Jimmy Root. 
Jimmy Root. And then, did you? Did, were you like, man, we should have had a roadie a long time ago after you had him? Oh, or? no, no, no. I never looked back. <laughs> I mean, there's too much shit in front of me to look back ever. You never go, oh, it oh, would have no, been nice no, to have one? No, no. You don't I, look back, huh? No remorse. No remorse, no guilt. You know, just keep, <laughs> keep plowing it. Because our life was so exciting. You know, I mean, yeah. you figure out, you know, we were, like you said, playing, playing before 500,000 people. Yeah. And, and like a hip, young crowd, too. Oh. <laughs> it was everybody that was anybody. It was Woodstock. It's the same people that come now, but they're just, they look a little different. Oh, no. No, <laughs> most of them are gone. <laughs> <laughs> some are still alive. Yeah, some, some? But, but they don't look anything like No, 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 they don't. God, no. I saw that, that documentary on Derek Sanderson, the hockey player. Uh-huh. And when he was young, he looked at Joe Namath, you know, he had yeah. long black hair, yeah. you know, mustache, and he gave you that, that blue steel look every time he looked at the camera. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, then I see him years uh-huh. later, and I thought, who is that guy? He's talking about Derek Saunders. And it's Derek Saunders. Wow. He's got glasses on. He looks like a science teacher or <laughs> a yeah, librarian, yeah. and he's got hip problems. And so, he, at one time, he was his physical force because his his thing was he was a goon. Yeah, and but a good looking goon. Yeah, and so he, he it showed the, the, you know the TV the hockey thing uh-huh. before the whistle. These guys would look at each other, and it was on. The gloves would drop. Next thing you know, they're pounding the shit out of each other. <laughs> it was part of the TV. You know, it was like the first MMA. Hey, when you were on the road, what what was the schedule like? Would you come home for a week a month or, or how? Oh, sometimes. <laughs> Some, one time we were on the road for three months straight. Three months straight. How did that? Why would you do that? We had to. We wanted to make a living, man. We got the, the back then, if you had a gig, you went and played it. You know, there was no. Uh, That's just too much. Hey, well, you, you bro- think. No, no, no. When you first started out, man, you you do what you got to do and be glad you're doing Fucking it. Fucking three months straight? Yeah, yeah. That's nothing. There's, group's been out years straight. Not not a break, you know. Maybe you come home uh, once once a, once a year. You must come home like a like like a soldier coming home from the war, you know, just disoriented, don't fit right in and you know, don't know what to do. Oh, for sure. I mean, we we'd get back and it was like another life. Oh, because you know, when you're on the road, you know, I mean, it's a, you know, it's a whole different, different uh, wow. thing, you know. That's why Cheech and I, we'd go, we go to the gym, we go to the YMCA and play basketball. Yeah, you know, to just stay, stay healthy. Yeah, you know, go to the gym, work out, go play basketball, you know, and, then, and go shopping, you know, or yeah. go looking. You know, Cheech was an antique buyer. So we and, and he'd, he'd carry the stuff with him sometimes, yeah, or yeah. send or have it sent oh, home. Fuck, he's always had some kind of glass thing, <laughs> <laughs> you know. The stewardess had to find a place to put it. <laughs> some weird shit. You know. So did did uh, like a, like a did Jimmy, junk collector? Did Jimmy have to take, take care of that shit? When he, when sometimes, he, sometimes, <laughs> yeah, sometimes. <laughs> but Jimmy was such a jerk. Jimmy had a purse that jingled and jangled. He had a big uh, hippie purse, you know, like a big cowboy thing, uh, you know, the side saddle. You wouldn't be able to get that through the security nowadays. Oh, huh? they would make him throw it away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Wait, what was the guy in Austin that I met? He was a tour manager for you guys, too? What Billy. Billy. Yeah, he, he had a whole bag, that whole, like a whole. Yeah, uh, hippie bag. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a tour manager thing. <laughs> Billy. Billy took over after Jimmy. Yeah. Oh my God! We oh we had another one. <laughs> we had another guy too. Uh, what was, I forget his name, but he got busted for obscenity or something. What's he, that mean? He was tanning nude. <laughs> 
somewhere. And they arrested him? Yeah, he got busted. Well, it was like outside a gig or something, you know, laying on top of a truck. Oh, naked, shit. Naked. Yeah, you're not supposed to do that, huh? <laughs> naked. Oh, the roadies, man. I mean, there's a movie out. Uh, Cameron Crowe is doing a television show about uh-huh. roadies. And he asked me to be in it, but I don't know. You know, like you said, you know. Being, well, there is a, there is a being movie. an actor is like, like being in prison, you know. Yeah, but there is a movie like about a roadie. That gets off the road. I forgot. Not, nothing too interesting. It's not too interesting, you know. No, I just noticed that it's that, like a circus. I've just noticed that there's a certain type of people that work behind the scenes at at stages, and they're the same all over the world. Well, they're, yeah, yeah, they're subterranean. And they and they like beer a lot. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And, and they don't mind working while they're drinking. You know, no. it, it, it's totally acceptable. Totally, that's a team. They don't too. go to the dentist very often. <laughs> If at all, <laughs> or a barber. So I, I don't think. <laughs> see, they spend more on tattoos than they do on. Uh, and they have great gym nicknames. membership. Huh? They have great nicknames. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, great people. I think the one guy in San Francisco is named Hippie. Yeah, Hippie Dave or something Hippie like that. Hippie Dave. Well, the 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 drug counselor at Taft when I was there, he's an ex roadie. Oh yeah, he was an ex roadie. But would you call it? What do you call the stage guys? They're not roadies, are they? The guys that work at the at the the venue, no, you know, you know roadie is on the road. A roadie carries equipment. Yeah, a roadie after the show packs the shit up, yeah. gets in a truck, and starts driving to the next gig That's while right. everyone else is doing other shit. That's right. That's and then right. they get there, and then they unpack the shit, set it up, yeah. and then then they go have their beer. They got their thing going, but don't don't kid yourself. Roadies, they, 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 everybody's got an angle, you know. And the roadies were one of them. Like Jimmy Root, he used he used to roadie for Seals and Croft. Uh-huh. And they were very beehive religious guys. You oh know? yeah, yeah. He said, and yeah. so they would be doing their ceremony, their backstage ceremony, like Madonna used to do. You know, yeah. let's hold hands, <laughs> and hold and give thanks to God. And they're doing their beehive thing, and Jimmy's sitting about with the other roadies, about maybe ten feet away. <laughs> Drinking beer, <laughs> smoking cigarettes, smoking cigarettes, beer. drinking beer, and you know, farting. <laughs> <laughs> you guys done? Okay, okay, let's get to work. <laughs> yeah, they just ignore. It. They they ignore all those rituals, you know. But that see that that shows you, you know that. that see, and you've level. always you've always kind of told like you never. I don't think we ever shot the script, but you've written a few scripts like where you were a roadie. Yeah, because yeah. you you kind of. You toyed with the, with having Chong as a roadie. Well, I, we, uh, Michael, uh, Malcolm and I wrote a thing called the Roadie Warrior. Yeah, yeah. It was around the time when the Road Warrior the road was warrior, big. Yeah. And this is the Roadie Warrior, and that's the script I got. Yeah. It's a good script. It, it, it should be made. It's very funny. Very, very funny. Yeah. Yeah, because roadie is a Peter Principle. I wanted to shoot that movie, you know? Oh, the Peter Principle is like what you, you like... You, you fail just, you, upward. You fail upward. You get fired, and you get yeah. you get. Uh, yeah. So I wrote a movie about that, and they explain the Peter principle so that our listeners understand. What well, you on. you get fired instead of firing you, you get promoted, and and it goes on and on until you're running the company. Like like you, fuck, and then you run the company like, bankrupt. Like you fuck up, yeah. and they go, ah, oh, fuck, I, I can't have you doing that shit. You do this now. Yeah. And then this that's. <laughs> Well, that's the, the boss's son syndrome. Yeah. That's yeah. the boss's son. You oh, can't fire shit. him because he owns a company. 
Okay, so I'll put him over here. Put him over there. You know, <laughs> find out what he's good at. Yeah. How about how about you? You're, you're in charge of holidays. It's like that movie, that Mike Judge movie, The Office. Remember yeah. that? And they go, yeah. they go. Uh, listen, we're not going to need you to come in tomorrow. And then they just keep moving the guy to a further and further away <laughs> cubicle until he's like in the basement, until he was outside, and he they, they still were too chicken shit to, to fire him. You know, but yeah. they just. Yeah. They just kind of yeah. keep pushed them out. Well, the Peter principle, the way I I had it, is that you were so inept that instead of, especially roadies, yeah. you know, because if the guy kept dropping the equipment, then you take him off handling the equipment. Right. You go, okay, uh, you're in charge of getting uh, Mick Jagger his coffee. Yeah. Okay, yeah. can you handle that? You know, and next thing you know, the star falls in love with the guy. Yeah. Next thing you know, the guy is is more powerful than the manager, right, 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 <laughs> because he's got his ear. You know, yeah. and so th- that's what I had in the movie is that we went from trying to sneak in the concert to Cheech finally sitting on the stage yeah. <laughs> as a guest of honor. That's funny. <laughs> that's yeah. kind of that's that's kind of the the premise behind being there with Peter, Peter Sellers. Do you think? Yeah, because he was just the gardener, right? And then, oh, and then and they, they thought, thought he, he was just a philosopher, and then they thought he was like a, well, was. a business genius. Yeah, and, and yeah. you know, he was he hung with the most powerful man in the world. Yeah, that, and affected the, him. Yeah, yeah. And, and then with and his then philosophy, the, the, the wife fell in love with you know uh, Shirley MacLaine fell in love with him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 So that's the Peter Principle in a way. Yeah, yeah in, in, in a lot of ways. <laughs> Yeah, I wrote, I wrote quite a few little scripts that I haven't done yet. But, you know, that's what I'm doing now. I, I'm starting to write again. Yeah, I, I noticed that. Yeah, yeah, I got my writing um, Jones back. So we were in Eugene, Oregon, and we were there for the conference. A lot of people were touched by your talk again. Yeah. I think there's part of it's going to be online on CannabisClubTV.com. Oh, they recorded it all. Yeah, they record everything. It's cool, man. It's cool. But what was exciting, and we've talked about him on the podcast, was uh, Dr. Carl Hart was there. Mm-hmm. But it was so embarrassing because when I introduced him to you, I called him, I called him a neurosurgeon. And he's a neuroscientist, and then you just ran with it. And because he's black, you said you're 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 Ben Carson, are you? I know. Are you like Ben Carson? Oh, and then <laughs> and do, and Doctor Carl Hart's not someone you fuck around with. Like he's like he's not a he's not a dork. No, he's I like know. he's no, like no. a he's like a badass scientist. You yeah, know? Hey, let me. I'll let you know a little secret. Right. I know that. That's why I nailed him. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to nail these these guys. You know. I mean, they're very important, but I know that. You know, I'm a Donald Trump. With these guys, yeah, so. yeah, no, I can, he, I no, he, he has a great sense of humor. Oh, he it, did. it was just it was it was embarrassing because <laughs> I'm the one that set it up. Like he didn't set it up, I set it up. You know, and I'm I'm trying to like introduce you guys, and you know, and that's, that's why, man, it's thankless to be a fan. Like when you say you're a fan of somebody, it's thankless. It's like very rarely do, does it turn out well. Yeah, for me. It no, always, it no, always no, turns into no. a. I always, I always get something wrong, you know. Like well, a, that I, fans I get, always do. Yeah, like they fans, call you Cheech quite a bit. Fans always do. They get all. And they love your work on Nash Bridges. <laughs> 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 and you were amazing in Born in East LA yeah, and yeah. Shrimp on the Barbie. <laughs> Yeah, I'd say thank you, thank you. Yeah, I should have worried. Uh, no, don't even pay, you don't even you don't even correct them when they call you no, teach anymore. You're like, no. you're like that's cool, man. Whatever. I tell them sometimes I say, well, you're half right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you're close. close. Well, what, what did you think of the bud up there? The what? I, I think the bud. Oh man, I well, think I that's, I've always loved Oregon. No, bud. but I be traveling around. I think I think 
Oregon wins. You think? And you know my new theory about Oregon mm. is Oregon is really nor NorCal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's northern yeah. NorCal. Like BC Bud, yeah. Well, BC Bud is is You're further north. Is for yeah, but BC Bud's different. So like I think Washington and 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 BC have the same kind of buds, but I think Oregon and Northern California have the same kind of buds. Well, it's it, very it, close, man. As long as, long as you got cold weather, you know. No, no, it's 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 dry weather. Uh, dry but cold. Sunny, dry, cool, mm-hmm. not cold, cool, mm-hmm. and lots of water. And oh man, so some of the growers were were cluing me in on some things. So I didn't quite understand why some people thought, you know, the oils, the the hash oils and the the shatter and the dabs were were dangerous and with regards to pesticides. And it's because whatever's whatever's in the plant, you concentrated that into into oil when you mm-hmm. make oil. So you concentrated all the the pesticides into that oil as well. Whatever they used as fertilizer. Yeah, so, it, so it's really important to have clean clean soil. No, well, clean soil, but clean flour and clean trim to begin with, because not only that that can you ruin the batch of oil and make it you know high, a high concentration of pesticides, but the machine that you use gets uh, gets infected, even higher yeah. in concentration. So you could put in a clean batch of weed into a dirty machine and pesticide the shit out of oh, it. Oh yeah, that's a bummer, man. Absolutely. So yeah, I learned that, and then uh, what else did I learn? Oh yeah, I learned fucking how much water <laughs> takes a lot of water. <laughs> how much water weed takes, man? Yeah, like yeah. a shitload. Like they dr- they dried out one of the one of the streams, one of the creeks in in Northern California. Sure, sure. I believe know? it. Yeah. Well, it's like humans, you know, we we die without water. Well, well, like almonds take a shitload. There's yeah. just certain species of yeah. of plants, and plants, I, yeah. I get it because those buds are so fruity and delicious mm-hmm. and big, and that yeah, man, it takes a lot of fucking water, man. Yeah. And we got it. We got a lot of water. Well, no, we don't actually have water, but we can figure out ways to to bring in the water. Every drop of water that was here in the beginning of the earth is still here. We'll tell that to the farmers and to the, to California Lower Basin that but, that but have you, bottled water. Okay, let me tell you about farmers. Are you a drought denier, Dad? No, I'll, let me tell you what you do when you're going to tell me and right when we come back. Okay, I'm going to tell you what to do in the drought. You're listening to the Tommy Chung Podcast, only on CannabisRadio.com. Northwest Alternative Health, Eugene's premier medical marijuana clinic, is proud to sponsor the Oregon Marijuana Business Conference. Are you prepared for the changes in the recreational and medical marijuana markets? The OMB presents the state's top industry experts, along with over 40 exhibitors, and features a keynote by Dr. Carl Hart. Also, tickets include a celebrity interview and private after-party with the one and only Tommy Chong. Join us Sunday, April 24th at the downtown Eugene Hilton and be a part of Oregon's fastest-growing industry. Check out OregonMBC.com for more details. Dr. Dabber, hurry! Its temperature is shooting past 1,000 degrees Fahrenheit. It's burning up! I'm afraid for this little guy, it's just too late. What caused the problem? Only Dr. Dabber can maintain the perfect temperature for a smooth-tasting, slower burn. This standard vaporizer lost all of its health benefits, sending it up in smoke. So you're telling me that most vapor pens burn so hot they produce smoke, not vapor? Correct! Keep away from those standard vaporizer pens and turn to Dr. Dabber, doctor's order. Less heat, more flavor. Educator, author, and advocate, Dr. Mitch Earlywine is here to tackle the burning issues. And I'm here to clear up the myths about cannabis 
and burn them away with science. CannabisRadio.com presents a no-holds-barred platform that seeks to redefine and revolutionize the entire scope of the cannabis culture while opening the door for more to join the cannabis crusade. Dr. Kevin Hill. You can't ignore the fact that, like alcohol, most people who use don't have a problem. So I think that you need to think about policy in that way while educating people properly about marijuana. I think that's the way to go. Burning Issues, only on CannabisRadio.com. The smoke is rising, and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com The Tommy Chung Podcast is back. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Okay, what to do in a drought. See, humans have evolved to the point where we, we were used to be, we lived in water. We were fish. <laughs> okay? And so we evolved over the, over the millions of years, we evolved to the point where we not only could walk, but we, we got these limbs that we could do these incredible long distances you know, walking and running. And so when back in the day, you know, uh, when the early uh, humans were on the earth, when they uh, ran out of water in one place, they got up and left and found water where it was plentiful. That's just the most annoying fucking answer I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. You're talking, <laughs> dude, they, they have businesses, farms, owners, they're there. Oh, get up and move. Like, like well, what are you talking about, man? Uh, I'm talking what? about a creek and people have water rights. There's a whole system and then you add on the growing of weed and they're sucking up a, a lot of water and they just have to figure out a solution and the solution is not move, okay? No, the solution, yeah. No, the solution is bring in water. Or move to where the water is. Not when the ideal conditions for growing is right there. If you can afford it, then you bring the water in. If you can't, then you go where the water is. It's very simple. It's don't very don't simple. get annoying, man. Don't get fucking annoying. When you, not when very, the, hey, listen, when those guys plant the farm, you know what the first thing they look for is a water source. And you know what happens? Yeah, when the water source dries up, they go no, find no, no, another no, no. water you're, source. You're, you're, you're excluding the, the, the whole issue of population growth. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah. part of it. Yeah. That's part of it. If it gets too crowded, get the fuck out of there. Okay, tell, tell that to Flint, Michigan. Where are they going to go, Dad? Where are they going to go? Nowhere if they can't afford it. <laughs> if you can afford it. Hey, listen. Pe- people that want Tommy Trump for president, they should think twice. They Michael, should really think twice Michael about Moore that. is from Flint. Does he live in Flint? No. Why? Because Michael Moore knows more than anybody, and he can afford to live somewhere else. If you can afford to live somewhere else, that's Who's what you do. Who's arguing about that? I'm just saying that there's people there that live there, and you can't fuck with their water. Oh, no, absolutely not. But the reason they do is it's a racist way, you know, the government that we have, you I know, guess. the Republicans. I you guess. Know, you know, that's what they are. They're, they're trying or to they're commit genocide. dumb on, as fuck. On the people. You know, they're trying to commit genocide. They've been trying ever since uh, Lincoln freed those guys. You know? <laughs> that's true. It's true, man. Yeah. They, they've been true. fighting that war. Hey, when are you going to start doing the, the, the CBD oil shots? 
I know, as soon as I get the tests in, you know, as to what... <laughs> I have doing. the tests. Well, I want to hear it from a doctor. I want to see it. I want to see results. All first. right, man. Yeah. I'm not going to do anything unless You're I just see a big results. pussy. You just can't handle the... the, the uh, yeah, this big pussy had his pussy put on another part of his body so that's kind yeah of and during well, that whole healing process the oil had a big big uh, help in healing you it's a fact maybe but i don't know <laughs> well, for sure well you you seem to know for sure that the the, the uh what's it called the the suppositories like, uh, caused your cancer so there's some things you know and some it, things you it know it could have caused I didn't say it, it did <laughs> so it could have helped helped your healing it could have but you know when they did the test I had more cancer <laughs> after I did the holistic treatment than I had when I started so, <laughs> so I'm not too sold on the holistic treatment by itself well, I never said by itself I just said we should, you should do the injectables because I not, don't like to inject anything unless I have to no no dad there's a lot of there's a lot of people getting healed basically saved by this oil well let me see let me see <laughs> let me see the research I want to see the hard evidence well, it's hard to research right now when they're, then they don't allow you to research. I know. They just started. No, so it's anecdotal. An- anado- How do you say that? Anecdotal. 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 Listen, man. Trust your son. He knows what's best for you. Listen. He got you through this. Do what he says. To a point. <laughs> <laughs> Until the, my, my Chinese side kicks in. He goes, hey, 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 what are you doing? Hey, so we're doing the Pemberton Festival coming up. And then I think we're doing, we're not supposed to announce this, but we're doing like the Vancouver Conference, like right after that, like a well, month uh, after. Just me? Uh, yeah, just you. Yeah, okay. But the Pemberton thing is kind of cool. They they booked us a, a like a theater up there. Ooh. No, 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 no. This is, I'm, I'm confusing the two. Bottle Rock. Is a festival in Napa Valley uh-huh. at the end of this month, Ooh, and nice. they, and they booked us a theater there that's that's not in part of the festival to, to work and it's doing well, and then but in the festival you're doing you're going to be in the cooking tent, oh, and, and they and they have like one of the Iron Chefs, you know, one of oh, those yeah, kind of yeah, guys, yeah. and like cooking with Cheech and Chong. Oh, great! I'm like that's going to be cool, huh? Oh, great. Yeah. Hopefully Cheech lets you actually get in there and cook because he I have a feeling he's going to just take over because he loves cooking so much. Hey, he can take over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you'll sample huh yeah, I'll be the taster <laughs> I'll, I'll be the taster and, and I'll be the what I am you know I'll be the drug counselor you know I, everybody needs a drug counselor and that's what I'll do <laughs> oh man that's funny man I don't mind someone else wants to cook for me hey go for it yeah but Pemberton is a whole other festival we're doing we're doing like the comedy tent there the Vancouver yeah that's yeah, good man. I can't wait to see it man yeah, so they had twenty twenty five thousand people in, at the. Was that all? It looked more than that, like that. Four twenty. That's what Finbad said. You know, my Vancouver connection, my hippie, the hippie philosopher. Let me see. Let me see. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna have to look this up. Oh, oh go I'm gonna look have it to look up. it up. I'm gonna have to look it up. Go look it up. Because you were wrong about about the bull run. Whoa, was I ever? <laughs> Jesus Christ! You better. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna have to let Cheech know about how wrong you were on that one. <laughs> for sure, we got the we got the old man brain score. Yeah, Keep, yeah. We're, we're keeping the keeping score on the old man brains. The old memories. Okay, <laughs> what's it? Let's see. Uh, Four twenty. 
Vancouver. What do you think, crowd or? or? Well, crowd. They they said it was estimated about twenty five thousand people. Am I right or wrong? We will find out. That's a clock ticking. Attracted a record of a record of oh twenty five thousand people. Of course, Finn Bab got it right. He's he's yeah. he's one of those guys that gets all that kind of yeah. shit right. And these, these well, now what does Finn Bab mean? And it, it, his name's not Finn Bab anymore. I think he changed it, right? No, it's still Finn Bab. I thought it was Happy. Oh, Happy. Yeah, that's what he says uh, to the uh, to the immigration officers. <laughs> Who are you? I'm Happy. <laughs> that's his answer. <laughs> Let me. I'm going to ask you one more time. Who the fuck are you? Now I'm going to punch you in the face <laughs> ten more times. Now, who the fuck are you? <laughs> If you say happy one more time, you're fucking dead. Listen, man, I'm not, I'm not messing around. My name's happy. My name's happy. <laughs> Look at my driver's license. <laughs> yeah, it's happy. He, he said there that I, I was, uh, the rumor went around that I was there. So we're doing uh, Hawaii this week. Yeah. And uh, I'm excited because, man, I'll tell you, the best experiences of being high have been in hawaii yeah i don't know what it is man you can smoke whatever it is and if you're in hawaii that weed just got uh, exponentially stronger and more wonderful well it's also the air and the atmosphere oh my god the colors the air the sea breeze the smell of the the jasmine flowers you know practically every religious guru uh from way back ended up in hawaii Posted up in Hawaii, huh? Yeah, they ended up. It's they fucking, end up in it's Hawaii. It's paradise, man. Well, it's it's a it's a spiritual center too. Oh, all the mana. Yeah, yeah. It's there's a lot of mana there. Big time, big time. So all the Goldsmiths, uh, Emmett Fox, uh, all of. So why aren't we there? That's what I'm saying. We're we're going no, there. No, but why right? aren't we there? Like living there. There's no dance studios uh. for for my darling dancing wife. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're anywhere. <laughs> we got to be. Man. We got to be close to the dance studio. <sighs> and I love LA. LA is just you, as nice I as wish Hawaii. You got her, I wish you got her into surfing. Oh no, that oh, would have been cool. God. Oh no, she'd be like, "Okay, we have to go here because there's really good surf." I'd be oh. like, "Mom, you're the best." <laughs> <laughs> I love you, mom. <laughs> She's like, "Oh no, you can't go there. It's shitty surf." Yeah, you're right. You're right, mom. Thank you. Yeah. Well, you got to thank me. I'm the one that put your ass on a, a surfboard. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for your help. You got me the worst wrong one. So? At least you took me out. It's I, called, shouldn't, I shouldn't complain hey, that It's much. called research. <laughs> yeah. You want to be a surfer? Then you better do the research. I'm fucking, I'm fucking 12 years old, man. How much research can you do? There's no internet back then. Wow. Now, but, now you can get online and go, okay, how do you start surfing? What yeah. do you do? You know, Back then, there was nothing. Man. No, no. Well, there's Donnie. Was it Donnie? Donnie Wilson, yeah. yeah. Donnie Wilson, he showed, showed it. Was, and it was scary back then. Back then, I, got, I was telling someone else the other day that I, when I was first starting out, I got tackled by a 50-year-old man on a wave. <laughs> a 50-year-old man tackled me. <laughs> I was 12 years old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then fucking what? scared the shit out of me. He said, you're on my wave? Yeah, he says, you fucking snaked me, man. And it's like he, he was so far deep that he just, like... He used his superhuman strength just to prove to the world that he, you know, that was his wave. <laughs> Fucking nuts! So, so what'd you do? I just was like, "Shit, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> please, please don't hurt me, sir. Please don't hurt me." <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> what else are you going to do, man? Oh, that's good. See, that's learning. That's a learning process. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. That's like, yeah, you're a real help with the learning process. No. That's, that's like you and I were, were running and we're jogging when I was a kid in south of France. <laughs> and we went down a road that was like a, it was a driveway, it wasn't you a road. You went down by yourself. No, you were with me, man. I was on the road. You went down the driveway by yourself. Why did I go down the driveway? Because no one tells you where to Why go. Why weren't you watching me? I was watching you as best I could. I couldn't catch up to you. You were way ahead of me, and then you went down that driveway, and, and now next thing you know, you come running back up that driveway. <laughs> you got a little dog on your butt. Little dog? It was a fucking German shepherd, man. I didn't know little dog. It wasn't a big shepherd. It was a German shepherd, man. It wasn't big, though. It was a puppy. Jesus. It was a puppy biting your butt. <laughs> that was fucked up, man. Yeah, but it's I'll tell you, you didn't run away that much anymore. It's not funny. You learned that. I didn't go down those driveways. That's for no, damn sure. No, you sure didn't. No, Fuck, no. You stayed out of that. Get mauled. Because what we were doing, we were looking for a beach. Oh, so we were trying to get to the beach. We were trying huh? to get to the beach, and you said, "Oh, I think it's down here," and you went running down there. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> so we went back. We went back. You were oh, you were you were more scared than hurt, though. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty scary. Yeah, yeah. you get a dog <laughs> coming after your ass. <laughs> You've never been attacked by a dog like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got bit one time. I was acting stupid, and the little fucker bit me. On in your hand? No, I was kind of, uh, he was barking at me, so I got down on my hands and knees started oh, barking at him. Oh, Jesus Christ. You come on, give me a little nip. In the face? Almost, almost. You got, you got part of my arm, you know, because I saw him in time. Yeah, they, they had, what was that dog they had at the, the conference? It was like a like a South African Mastiff or something oh, like that? Oh, it was a big one. Fuck, that face is scary, huh? Oh, Holy shit. shit. That's one of those ones. Holy fuck, man. You know, the scariest of them all is uh, the Russian wolfhound. Oh, wolfhounds? Yeah. They're, they're, they're like a, hounds, the big hounds, right? They're huge. They look like a small horse. <laughs> yeah. and, and that's what they use in the prisons. They walk around these big things. I mean, <laughs> and if you ran away, that's what would be coming after your ass. <laughs> so your, your birthday's coming up soon, huh? Yeah. How old are you going to be? 78. 78? Yeah, 78. Well, I'm glad. So that would make mom. How old? Let me see here. We don't. We don't. How, how we don't old, go how old is that I'm 20 years older than her. <laughs> I thought it was like 30. You know, it could be 30 years older. Yeah. She she gets a kick out of it when people think that she's the trophy wife. You know, oh, yeah. some some women get get upset. She actually likes it. Oh, <laughs> well, she is. She really is. I mean, the thing is that she made the trophy. Yeah. She got it. You know, That's she, true. She actually made it. You know, like yeah. she makes those dresses, you know. Yeah. She just stitched me together and pointed that's me true, in the right yeah. way and gave me advice and said, "Okay, this is there, what you're there, doing. that should be like another. There should be another word for that when when you're when when you hook up with a woman and the woman has a large stake in your success. Yeah. Because of uh, of her her womanly management skills and her artistic eye. Yeah. Uh, that more than anything, it was artistic taste. Eye. Taste and I. She didn't like me at first because, you know, I wasn't the the pretty boy, you know. But I, she had to notice me because I I just kept ending up in, in her face, <laughs> so, you know, just standing there. Oh yeah. And then finally she says, "Oh okay," but she had to 
change my hair and <laughs> change my outfit, you know, <laughs> tell me how to dress and lose that, lose this, <laughs> and cut the hair, give me some money. Classic. Oh, yeah, she's... She is. What'd she tell you? She told you to get rid of that dicky, right? Yeah. First thing, you know what a dicky is, huh? Yeah. It's why? Why don't you wear a whole shirt on there just so you don't get too hot? Yeah, the Beach Boys warm. Or the, oh yeah, yeah. Wore them under uh, short sleeve shirts. You know, it's like a, a what do you call those? Long neck thing, turtleneck. It's a turtleneck look, you know. Right. Right. Sweater look like a t-shirt with a turtleneck. Yeah. She hated it. I never wore it again. That was it. It was a band uniform, and I, I just wouldn't wear it. We just changed her band uniforms then. Because <laughs> it was... We always thought we needed a band uniform. <laughs> Everybody should look... Oh, band. yeah, yeah. So I was talking to, uh, like, uh, this guy... Uh, what's his name? It was named Vapor Dave. Okay. And he, he's he's like a designer, logo guy. He actually did the JBD, the Jerome Baker Designs logo. Remember that graffiti one? Oh, yeah. So he's done some logos. Oh, and nice. he, he, was like, he was like, yeah, you, do you do those concentrate? Do you dab? I'm like, yeah, I like to dab. He's like, oh, I don't do that crack shit. I, I hate when they talk about, like, dabbing is like it's crack, you know? Because, well, you know, they give them crack about that. Crack's just cooked cocaine. What's yeah. wrong with crack? You know, yeah. just... It's like it's like in the dabbing. It's like oh, it's just it's just ruining everything. I'm like what? What's it ruining? You know, the, and I was like, yeah, those those vape pens, like the vape pens you have, man, they're they're amazing. Yeah. And that's when he changed the tune. He's like, shit, man, I know. Imagine if we had that shit when we were in yeah. high school. Holy fuck! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, see what they're doing. They're fishing for your your attitude. You know, what are you? Are you <coughs> are you negative or are you positive? Oh, then once you're positive, I they can relate. Oh, that's all. Oh. Just find out. The common ground. Ah, where are you coming from? You that know? is. You're yeah, right. That's all it is. You're right. Yeah. You're and right. they find out. That's a salesman thing, too, you know. Yeah. Or a prison thing, too. Just keep fishing. Fishing yeah, for common find ground. Yeah, find out the common ground and find out, you know, what you like, What if it's music or Ooh. dope or how you smoke right, or chicks right. or guys or whatever the fuck. It's, you know, <laughs> yeah, common thing with him. Yeah, yeah I learned that in jail. Yeah, I guys Did you bring any Joe Brack from, from Oregon? I give it all to uh, JP. Oh, the mule? JP's bringing it back. <laughs> he's your mule? Yeah. <laughs> Although he's more suspicious looking now. Than we need to get a new medical card, I think. You and I, we our shit's expired, huh? Probably. I don't even remember. Oh, let's go to... Uh, Frankel? Uh, Frankel, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's get, let's get permission to grow, too. Why? Well, just to have it, you know. Why? Well, because, uh, I don't know. Why not? You know, I can get you a job as a trimmer, no problem. I don't need a job. <laughs> but I thought you loved trimming so much. So. I love trimming my own plants, <laughs> or or any plant. I love trimming. I do. I yeah, do. I love it. I I do not like it. It's a hands-on job. No, you're not a good factory guy. No, you're you're an artist. You know, eventually you're going to find out that you, you, know, you, you can create. Yeah, you got to get all that surface. You know. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know, on that note, fuck Servant, it, yeah. Servant, Servant I'm fucking to, out of here, man. Servant and trying to find a top model. Man. I'm out of here, man. That's right. it. That's it. We're out of here. Okay. Anything you want to plug while we're uh Chong's while we're Choice here? is Chong's Choice. The best new product known to man. This man. Do you stand behind it? Hey, man. Yeah, I do. I stand behind it. I smoke it and I lay down because of it. <laughs>
All right, man. We'll see everybody next time. expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.